0: you guys get the early start while well, i have to click play on this how's it going everyone this is hunter with the relentless college entrepreneur podcast today i realized that the gain is way too high on this mic so i gonna turn it down a little bit there we go we gotta make it nice and good for the the people that don't have the visuals if you're listening to this audio wise i highly recommend you look at the visual because i do have a whiteboard it's kind of like a lecture. It's like you're going back to college or something. No, not really. I'm going to try to make it fun, but short, sweet, to the point. It is episode 79, and we're talking about inflation. What is happening in the economy currently? Now, first and foremost, you might be thinking, Hunter, why are you talking about inflation? Most people know what inflation is, but do you? Do you? I uh, I love economics. I've read economics. Uh, economy, theory, literature, books, and I loved uh, the classes when I took them in college for business. And I looked back on notes and I was thinking, thinking, I listened to the Planet Money with the inflation, another good plugged podcast uh, by the NPR, really amazing uh, what they do there. But basically what I wanna get started with is that inflation, uh, there's a lot of factors and moving parts in the background that we might not foresee. So first starting off, this whole lecture, not really, it's a podcast, come on now, Uh, is the, the inflation, what is inflation? It's just simply an average increases on prices. Now, what are good measures of average increases on prices? Because there's a lot of moving factors, there's a lot of things in the background, there's a lot of objects you can buy or spend money on, but what's good? measures of the economy. And as my uh, credibility time, my professor, uh, multiple professors with PhDs told me and explained to me, which I looked past uh, notes when I had in the lecture hall, was the fact that good measures are, are, um, are I just totally butchered that, uh, precious metals, oils, and agricultural uh, items such as like rice, uh, tomatoes, coffee, beans, like all that stuff is really good measures in how the economy is doing, especially gas. Gas is so easy for us to measure, especially in today's world. What's happening is that price increase has been insane. Uh, and like, it's just doubled from last year. But now before I get into the process of what inflation it, i defined it but now like what causes inflation i'll get to that in a second but i want to state that if you didn't know compared to last year we've had uh as of may or june we've had about a 8.5 percent increase on inflation making the u.s dollar a lot less worthless so we no longer have this section that can be actually we're not going to scribble <laughs> hello whiteboard we're going to erase now you have less of a dollar than you did before. Now, inflation's normal. Inflation happens. It's almost impossible to start, uh, to, to stop. It's, I mean, you really can't because just how many moving factors there are, there's always going to be increases in prices, increases in wage. There's a bunch of moving parts that go play into this. And I know it's like, Hunter, you've said this 10 times already. And I just started listening to your podcast that so there's so many moving factors, but how many background things you don't see is like crazy. So, Moving on from that, so like with that 8.5% uh, increase of inflation hasn't been helping all of us. Now some, now that's on average. So like some like gas prices have gone up, but then the agricultural goods have stayed not exponentially high in some places. Now that's what the United States is seeing an 8.5% increase on inflation. And that's rental properties. That's like housing, rent, everything. So what in causes inflation? So as I have written here on my handy dandy whiteboard, but I wanna make sure the visual people see it, is the cost push inflation. So when a business cost increases, so whether it be uh, you know just the goods producing, the factory, the labor, uh, you have to pay more to your la- uh, people that are working for you because they're not working anymore, or they're not working as hard. So out of all the moving factors, the business price increases. A good a good display model of this is uh, like Jiffy Loop. So like once, it's, once you get, um, you know, inflation been rising, someone passes down to you a price, but you have to keep things constant. You can't lose money on things. So you have to increase prices a little bit. Now I will say Jiffy Loop has been really good because we've been like, Rising it hardly anything because like we that's not what we want to do but uh, Going back into it in, in that explanation of the Oil is once a supplier pushes the cost on us. Hey the cost has been higher on you guys We can't charge the same exact price or we're losing money and we'll go out of business people don't have jobs It's a huge domino effect So we have to increase prices just a little bit that get passed on to the consumer which are you and me, um, and that happens in a a bunch of different businesses, right? So that's what the cost inflation is. It's when a business uh, prices increase and then they get pushed on to the customer. Now what's the demand inflation? So what we saw with the stipend, which I'll kind of explain the process of what happened and potentially a theory to what happened to uh, the inflation that's happening currently uh, in today's world but demand so there's a high demand for cars and they're being charged this certain amount so the, Sally's trying to go and she's trying to buy this brand new whatever image you call it car it's $15,000 15k right there on a whiteboard, and then there's just a line of people trying to buy this right and it just continues on and on and on and what they're finding out is that they can't keep up with the demand, uh, With there's high demand, uh, I'm not gonna write that all out, and there's not enough supply. So what they're trying to do, basically, and I'm gonna show down here, which is why you should watch the visual, draw a graph, so there's the demand, there's the supply, there's the equilibrium, okay, so this will be, I'm sure my professors, if they're watching this, aren't gonna to be too happy if I mess the supply and demand curve up. Uh, supply, all right, we're gonna act. I'm tall, so this isn't helping. So the, the demand's super high, but they don't have enough supply, so they're still not getting to that equilibrium price. Businesses are always trying to reach that equilibrium price, the perfect price where they can sell, they can keep up with demand, and they're making good money. So, to get to this equilibrium price, what we're seeing right here in this demand inflation, when there's not enough supply that you're holding on to, is the fact that prices are going to increase, which will decrease the demand. So, let's see, supply, demand, and I forget what the heck. I don't know why I drew this. I think that's money. I can't remember exactly. But ab- across just this, this graph right here, given these two lines, and I for- of course I forget the, the X and Y axis but it's the, is the fact of money and what people are willing to pay and what it costs. And then, so you have to increase the prices to bring the demand down and to keep up with your supply. So there's this equilibrium, this middle, this middle circle that we're always trying to get a hold of. And so the demand inflation, when there's not enough supply, businesses are increasing their cost of their goods, passing it on to the customer, which is another thing of cost push inflation, but it's, it's a different thing of what causes inflation. And then there's print money. So when the government gave us a stipend and we had all the money in the world and we were like, all right, sweet, let's uh, uh, go spend all this money. So there's good circulation in what's currently happened, what what happened when we first got the stipend. The, The economy wasn't doing terrible. It was getting, a bunch of people were getting business. It was really good. And what we're seeing right now, and I'm gonna bring the mic a little bit closer. There we go. So when we got this stipend, I'll kind of explain because the printing money factor, the demand inflation, the cost push inflation, kind of all go into what's happening now in this domino-ish effect. I'm gonna just move y'all just a little bit over so you get the good best seats in the house. Come on now. Come on now. All right, hopefully you work there. I'm pretty sure I'm on wide angle. Thanks, iPhone. Uh, Anyway, so you get a stipend, right? Everyone's getting this money. The demand is shooting up like crazy. So people are going to the shops and grocery stores are renovating their houses, a lot of money is being circulated in the economy. Well now what businesses are seeing is that they can't keep up with demand. Now given back a little a handful of months ago, not a handful, uh, many months ago, the interest rates weren't super high. So people were entering in loans to keep up with this demand, trying to make more money and trying to leverage the debt from the loan. So what ended up happening is they increased their supply. Good, they have two shops now or they have two factories, whatever it may be to keep up with this demand that people are spending at. What people didn't rationalize and think Um, And again, there's a lot of other moving factors. So uh, like this theory, um, well, it's really not that wrong in my head, it's uh, very accurate, it plays a huge factor into what's happening today. So the demand increases and so does the supply. And then when that money runs out, it all fades away down here. And that money is cut out. people aren 't spending money, so what happens then? Businesses now have too much supply and not enough demand so now, with that, they have to charge a way lower price wherever the dot may be, uh, given i 'm guessing this is price, and then this is something else we 'll just doodle so it's going it, it's not it 's nowhere near the equilibrium and it 's not going to get close because of how much debt leverage they gave themselves, which wasn't um, the best, given that they were making money and they were gonna leverage it to make more money, but that money ran out, and that was something um, business owners didn't all think of. It was like this huge rush of demand, so you're trying to keep up with it, and I don't blame them. It's like, you don't really think of a whole lot in the future what's gonna happen with the economy. What's happening now is you have to keep up with demand, so people were leveraging debt uh, and getting loans to increase their supplies, so now we have too much. So now we're seeing clearances, Target, Walmart. Uh, it's not yet uh, a huge surge of clearances, but watch, mark my words, there'll be a decent amount. And especially how we're officially in a recession now because we've had two two quarters uh, consecutively that our GDP has fallen. And uh, it's, yeah, we're in a recession officially, if you didn't know. So the more you know. And... So we have too much demand, right? So now you're getting this discount. We went over that. And then, so what's happening now? They, they're losing money. So there's two things in big corporations or uh, smaller businesses can go out of business, which isn't good. So that's what we're going to see uh, a lot of in theory uh, is this out of business. And it's going to be really unfortunate, especially now that the psychology in which we think hence plug psychology of money, um, is what we're, the overall thinking of the United States and what's happening is people are pushing more into savings and less into spending. Given that uh, I believe there was a, uh, I don't believe, I know there was a study done and approximately like 30% of Americans believe that they'll lose their job in the next 12 months. Given that, uh, and a lot of other factors, people are more scared to spend money now and they're saving more. Depending on the person, this is on average. And then the layoffs. So people can't uh, target Walmart, they can't afford uh, the, the, the employees or they have to do a wage cut uh, and people aren't gonna be happy. And we were in the ball game where the employees were in the ball when the demand in this this early stage, I don't know if you all remember, that we were, the employees were in demand. So it was in our favor and we got to pick and choose what we want, right? So the ball was in our court. And now we're going to be seeing a major shift down to the employers and they're going to have choosing over who is the best of the elite performers and who's gonna get the job, who's not. Now, when we had that in favor, when it's because of the stipend, there was a lot of other moving factors. And again, there's a lot other things, events that have happened, uh, given uh, Russia and Ukraine, like that craziness. There's so many other moving things, but I'm focusing specifically on the United States economy. And given uh, what happened uh, with this stipend and that it's pushing more into the employers um ball game now that we're going to probably see a lot of layoffs and a lot of biz- a decent amount of business going out of sale now that we're entering a recession and the psychology in which people think save more so that was this a little bit of the summary of this whole little cycle of what's happening now what can we do what can we do to to be to stop inflation, what's the best advice I can provide to you? Well, I'll give you some advice. It's to become a linchpin or otherwise known as indispensable. And I have a podcast on that plugged. And basically you need to work harder than other people. You have to do what people are willing not to do. You have to do what 95% of others won't do and become in that top 5%. Now you have to work your butt off, yes, and um, I always say do what you 're passionate about, everything like that, because you 're able to provide a lot more energy, a lot more enthusiasm to the to the the ball court of your job. And you just, at the end of the day, it's as simple as this. You have to work hard uh, and you have to be passionate about what you do, which helps you work hard uh, and gives you that reward. And never work a day in your life is what I've been told. But some people, not everyone has that choice. You got to provide food for your family. So completely understand. But become indispensable. Basically, just be what the other people aren't and um, whether it's coming into work early. There's many things that you can do to keep your job, to get paid higher, Um, and I go really into detail with uh, Lynchpin uh, on my podcast episode. So if you're interested in listening to In Depth, definitely have it there. But I wanted to make this a more of a shorter uh, podcast episode. Uh, And another thing is uh, don't, the worst thing that happened in this economy with the inflation is saving money. Your money sitting there literally loses value. We've already seen an 8.5% decrease in, will increase, sorry, in inflation, which means all that savings that uh, people put up, given that, uh, you know, it's, it's good to retire a millionaire. If you had a million, now it's $85,000 left. Less what worth what it was um, compared to last year. So it's like sitting on money isn't always the best idea, but again, it has low risk. So I'm not going to get into that. I'm not a financial advisor by any means, but um, I've studied and I've read a lot. So, uh, you know, I do, I feel credible. All right. So, What I want to leave you with is to make also your money work for you. Now, what do you mean by that? Assets. Um, So starting a a business and some people are like starting a business in a recession. Look at uh, Uber. Um, Uber is a huge one, but there's many other businesses that were started during the 08 recession. So it's one of the best times to actually start your business. Um, and there's a lot of information on the internet that provides uh, evidence pointing towards why it's a good time to start uh, in a recession with your business because then the economy is starting to build back up from point blank. Um, but there's a lot of other things in the background. Uh, another podcast episode I want to refer you to is Rich Dad Poor Dad making your money work for you. Uh, in the, in the given the reason that having your money sit there in savings Uh, Although, again, Dave Ramsey style, you want to have that emergency fund and you want to have that six to eight week or six to eight month uh, savings uh, to really build that foundation and to not worry about things happening, uh, which I recommend and I'm currently doing. Uh, So my money is sitting there and I'm losing money on inflation or whatever, but it's also a huge safety net. Uh, that provides a foundation for uh, financial freedom. So that's going to be wrapping up this podcast episode. I just wanted to kind of give you my thoughts, what's pushing this, some of the notes I got from college, as well as some videos, articles that I've been reading, and it's something I really want to talk about. You know, you might have been like, Hunter, I didn't really learn a whole lot. Well, all right, I'm sorry. (laughs) Maybe next episode you'll learn a lot more. But I think um, I've learned a lot and I've, I've studied economics um, and read it, upon it, a literature, everything like that. And I think I learned something from uh, trying to come up with this podcast episode. So I hope you guys enjoyed. I'll see you guys on the next episode, which is number eighty. Ah, see, you guys, you guys just get it the best. I stop on audio, and then it's just me and you now. <laughs> I'm gonna be piecing, deucing, uh, a hey got the merch but i'm rebranding the podcast for the people that are listening to the visuals real quick uh is the fact that the relentless college entrepreneur and i realized that i'm not in college anymore i have to rebrand a lot of things i'm thinking of kind of come up with a new video for advertisement uh shout out isaac and uh isaac miller productions amazing guy Uh, go check them out 100% and uh, I got to do a new logo (laughs) this apparel wasn't worth it Uh, and I got like this sticker and stuff so it's like a lot of rebranding that I have to do but um, currently working on that but I hope you guys have a great rest of your day and smile because you woke up this morning not everyone can say they did